Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, leader of The Heart. I want to welcome you to The Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Uh, we are wrapping up our message series today called Versus. And if you haven't been, or uh, it's been a couple of weeks, um, we have been talking about religion versus spirituality, right? The, the, but but the, the extreme sides, okay? The this or that. The unhealthy sides of religion and then the unhealthy sides of being spiritual. Maybe a little too spiritual. Does anybody know anybody a little too spiritual? Does anybody know anybody a little too religious? Neither one of them are a bunch of fun to hang out with. I don't know who's more irritating. Probably me in that dynamic. But what we've been trying to do with it is find not, not what's better to be a religious person. It, it, you know, is it better to be religious or is it better to be spiritual? What we've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks is find out where those two ideas meet in the middle, and let's pull the healthiest parts of what it means to be religious, what it means to do something religiously, and the healthiest side of what it means to be a spiritual person or to practice our spirituality. So we've looked at that from a few different angles over the past couple of weeks, and as we wrap up our message series today, what I want to dig into, I want to dig into your prayer life. How you pray. Do you pray? How often do you pray? What do you pray about? I want you to be thinking about these things throughout the day today because I'm going to challenge you at the end to do something maybe different with your prayer life or maybe something new with your prayer life. I was thinking about, uh, about praying this week, uh, and I was, I was only thinking about it. I didn't pray once. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and uh, it, it got me thinking when I first, you know, kind of, because I grew up going to Catholic church. And in Catholic church, I was there long enough to like, you know, you can kind of like repeat, or uh, uh, not repeat, kind of like lip sync along with whatever the priest is saying. Does anybody have that that's like deep in their bones, like it's an R&B song from the 90s, you know what I mean? When it comes on, you're just, you're just, you're spouting it off too. We believe in one God, maker of heaven and earth. Anybody? Anybody grow up Catholic? Okay. I don't know if that's just Catholicism. Sorry, my narrow, my narrow view. And so when we first started going to, I think I was around 17 or 18 years old, we first started going to a church, like a non-denominational Christian church, okay? And I started to, you know, I didn't know how to pray. You know, when you first, you know, become a Christian or say, I want to follow Jesus, it's not like there's a manual. I mean... Kind of, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> it's not like this is how you should, you know, do this, or this is exactly what to do in this situation. I mean, you'll have plenty of people tell you what you should do. But so when it came to prayer, I was like, well, I, how am I supposed to pray? Do I, you know, do I start with dear God? Does it need to be like a letter? You know, no, no, no one told me that. Some people start with Father, some people say God, some people start with Lord. I don't know which one's the right one. How, do you, how are you supposed to start it so you make sure that God hears your prayer? Put it in cue, you know? And so I remember one time, it was a, a, a group of us, and I, was, I would go to like these, you know, these church meetings. It was just like, I'm, I'm very much the kind of person that when I make a decision to be a part of something, I'm like sold out for it, whatever it is. Um, 
And so I was like always at, you know, the church volunteering for this and doing that. And um, I'm not saying that, that's not like a brag. Like I'm also, I was also the guy in line of like waiting for the new iPhone to come out. Okay. You know what I mean? That's, that's the kind of zealous weirdo that I am for anything I do. And so we were in this, you know, we were in this circle. We were talking about, so we were going to pray. We were going to pray for, I can't remember what it was. We were going to pray for the city. Or we were going to pray for our church or whatever it happened to be. We were going we to pray. And I was like, oh, this is, I was, I was nervous because I don't, you know, now I can, I don't mind speaking in public and I wasn't, I wasn't ever afraid to be the center of attention. It's kind of my thing, but I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know how to pray out loud. So I started to pray and I was like, well, this is not going well in the middle of the prayer. You know, I didn't say that. I'm thinking that. And I remember there was this lady there and she was very good at prayer. And I think what I mean by that is she just knew, I think she knew the right words, or at least in my mind, she's like, these are the right words you're supposed to say when you pray. So she's like, it was, she didn't interrupt me necessarily, but she immediately after prayed for the same thing I did, you know? And for whatever reason, I was, a, I was young too. I was in my early, early 20s. This is like five years ago. I know it's hard to believe. And I remember thinking, maybe I'm just not good at prayer. Maybe I shouldn't pray out loud. And, you know, again, this was like 20 years ago. And so I, I don't know if, if that's where you are or if you have maybe, maybe you don't have the confidence to pray or you don't know how to pray or, or maybe, maybe you're someone who you're very comfortable praying and you pray all the time. Maybe you pray weekly, you pray daily. Sometimes you pray out loud. Sometimes you pray with your family. Sometimes you pray in your head on your own. Wherever you are in your prayer life, even if it's zero, that's what I want to talk about today. Wherever your confidence is with your prayer. Because we're going to look at a piece of scripture today, a, a verse where Jesus is going to teach us how to pray. Technically, he's teaching his disciples how to pray, but we get a chance to learn from what he was teaching them on how to pray. So he's talking to them about prayer, and we're going to look at Matthew chapter 6. If you're not familiar with the Bible, Matthew is one of the four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the accounts of Jesus and the things that he did and said and taught while he was here on earth. So we're going to look at Matthew chapter 6, and I'm going to start with verse 7. Here's Jesus teaching about prayer. He says, when you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this, our Father in heaven. Okay. I don't know. if The one, I, the one that comes out of my my Catholic head does not, we'll, we'll read it, we'll read it here, okay? Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't lead us into temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Okay, now let's do it the way uh, that, you don't, if, if you don't know this, then don't feel, don't feel weird. I'm just going to do it for some of us that uh, grew up knowing the Lord's Prayer. Okay, you guys ready? Our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. I don't do that other part. The thine is the kingdom. 
<laughs> this is a true story, real quick. I don't know if I have time. Um, we were at a funeral one time. Me and my brother were very young, and we had never heard that extra part of that prayer. And so we did the Lord's Prayer, and then somebody spouted off with that, and we were not ready for it. And we, you know, you get a giggling fit when you're not supposed to. And we got a few pinches on the back of the arm from my folks when we were just giggling. Does anybody have any flashbacks from their childhood with that prayer? Watch what Jesus says right before the prayer. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't pray the Lord's Prayer, but Jesus doesn't say, pray this prayer. Jesus doesn't say, repeat these words. In fact, right before that, he says, don't be like other people who just repeat and repeat and repeat. What does he say? Let's go back to it. This is verse, I think it's in verse 9, actually. The beginning of verse 9 says, pray like this. Pray like this. So let's take just for a second, what can we learn from this prayer? What can we learn and how can we pray like that? What are, what are a few elements of this prayer that you and I today can bring into our prayer life? There's a few things Jesus does in this prayer. He reminds himself of who God is. He reminds himself in this prayer of who God is and that in, in his life, he wants God's will to be done. He wants God to be in control of his life. Our Father, who is in heaven, reminds himself of his connection to God. This prayer reminds us of the control that we want God to have in our life with our faith. Give us this day our daily bread. Right? Maybe that's about food. Maybe that is a true need in your life is you need food or you need ways to get food. But this particular part of this prayer is reminding the prayer to ask God for what we need for today. There's a few parts in the Bible that talks about the importance of today. There's a part in the Bible where it says, tomorrow has enough worries for then. Let's just focus on today. So there's something special about being in that connection with God in the present moment. See how this prayer is just deeper than repeating the words. Forgive us our sins as we forgive others. Because that's, that's always, that was always interesting to me. So I'm going to bring out a little bit of my baggage that I have with forgiveness. When Jesus did what he did on the cross, Jesus goes to the cross and he takes on the story goes that he goes to the cross and he takes on the sins of humanity, right? Past, present, and future. Every sin, every trespass, everything that ever made God angry, God's wrath was taken out in one moment and he heaped it onto his son on the cross and it was forever taken care of, right? That's not my opinion. That is the story. That's what happens, so when, so, so when things like this come up, and we say, okay, you have to ask God for forgiveness, I always feel like, didn't that already happen? Didn't that already get taken care of? And, and maybe it's me because I'm prone to just walk around with guilt. Does anybody just walk around with guilt all day? Is that just me? I'm just guilty for whatever reason. I'm sure I can, find, I can think of something I, I feel guilty about. So maybe that's just me, that the, the baggage I'm carrying around with. But I, I would always think, like, man, did Jesus already take care of this? 
So when I look at this, here's what I see. Now, this is opinion. Uh, This is my opinion. When I look at this, here's what I see. I see this prayer, this part of the prayer, reminding us that we are not perfect. Reminding us that we are not perfect so that our perspective of others in this time of prayer can be they are also not perfect. Maybe I can forgive others the way God has forgiven me. Maybe I can be generous in love to others the way God has been generous in love to me. That's what I see here, the element of this part of the prayer. What would your prayer life look like if you started to pray like that? And maybe you can. You can say the Lord's Prayer every day. Maybe some of you do. I'm not telling you to stop repeating it. I'm saying what if, in addition to how you were already praying, you said, okay, I'm going to start to pray like this and see what happens. Now, if you're anything like me, anytime I'm at a church or I hear a pastor or, or a priest or somebody say something about prayer, I always, and when I say always, I don't always mean always, but today, when I say always, I mean always. I always think, I am not praying enough. I always think that when somebody talks about prayer. If you said, Dom, do you think you're praying enough? The answer would always be no, even if I just finished praying. (laughs) And so maybe, maybe you're like that, maybe you're not. I'm not saying you need to have my issues that I'm pouring onto you. But I always think, anytime we talk about prayer, so I, maybe, maybe I'm saying that to say that I'm going to challenge you to pray by the end of today. I'm going to challenge you to pray, even if you've never prayed before. And if you do have, if you do pray regularly, I'm going to challenge you to pray differently. Because here's what I want your prayer to be. Let's say you feel like, oh, I'm not good at prayer, I don't know what to say. I don't know the right things to pray about. What if I forget something? (laughs) Right? What if you say amen? You're like, I forgot to pray about that. Here's what I want prayer to look like for you this week. I want you to practice praying. I don't Maybe this week, I don't even want you to pray. Don't pray at all. Even if you pray all the time, don't pray this week. I don't want you to pray. I want you to practice praying. Practice praying. Get it wrong. Mess it up. Do it backwards. Start with amen. I don't know what you need to do. I want you to practice praying. There's so much pressure that you can take off yourself and off of what you think your prayer life is supposed to be. Again, maybe you're not me and you think, well, however much I'm praying, it needs to be more. I want you to practice praying this week. Let's say for you in your life this past week, You didn't pray. The past two days, you didn't pray. Yesterday, you didn't pray. Whatever it happens to be. What I want for you is not for you to pray more just so you can check the religious box, right? Pray today, got it. If we were coming at it from the point of religion, then I would tell you, you should be praying more. Absolutely. 
God, Jesus tells us to pray. So many different authors in the Bible tell us to pray. So yeah, you should be praying more. If I was, if I was coming at you from a religious standpoint, I would tell you to pray more. If I was coming at you from a spiritual standpoint, I might tell you to meditate. Just meditate. Think about it. Thoughts and prayers. But what I want you to do is I want you to practice praying. Here's why. I wrote this down in case you want to write it down as well. Prayer is practice for your faith. Okay? I want you to practice praying because prayer is practice for your faith. Sometimes it's hard to know or understand or take steps in our faith. Sometimes it's hard to know, like, what can I do to grow my faith? I'm not quite sure. Do I, just wait, do I just wait around for terrible things to happen to me and hope I handle them well, and that's how I grow my faith, right? Am I just supposed to wait around to have God test me with all these things that are going wrong in my life, and as long as I'm not a grump about it, then finally my faith will grow? No, absolutely not. I want to tell you, I want to encourage you, and I want to invite you today that you can practice praying because your prayer is practice for your faith. Prayer is an incredibly practical thing for you to be able to do today, tonight, tomorrow, all week. To grow your faith. Now how? How does it grow your faith? Why does prayer, why does practicing prayer grow your faith? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you how. Because if you practice just for this week, maybe just today. I'm not trying to ruin your week. Maybe just today. If you practice praying like this, not repeating it. If you practice praying like this. And you do that four, five, six, seven times. Here's what you're doing every single time. You're reminding yourself of who God is. You're reminding yourself of your connection to God. You're reminding yourself of God's generosity. You're reminding yourself that you are not perfect and that the people around you who have hurt your feelings, who have betrayed you, are also not perfect. Can you start to see a little glimpse of how that would grow your faith each and every time you prayed? Because there's also times where you need to pray for something that you need, right? Many times that's when we pray the most and pray the hardest. You make God promises because you need to find your keys or, you know, I've made God ridiculous promises for things I needed. (laughs) But I'm not talking about those prayers because we do pray for things that we need, and and, and you should pray for things that you need. It's good to pray for your needs. But what if, what if our faith was only based on the prayers of needs? You know what would happen? I don't know if you would have faith anymore. I don't know, I wouldn't have faith anymore if my faith was based on my prayers for things I need, for things I want, for things I desire. Because there have been things in my life that I have prayed for that have not come to pass, that will never come to pass, that the time has gone for that thing to happen. And for whatever reason, it didn't happen. And so if my faith was based on whether God was a genie in a bottle for me and did what I wanted when I wanted it, if that's where my faith was, then I wouldn't have faith. And I would dare to say that you wouldn't have any faith either if that's what your faith was based on. So I don't, want, I don't want our faith to be based on whether God does or doesn't do what we want. What if our faith was based on us practicing prayer like this? 
Another thing I wrote down I wanted to share with you all is that pray, prayer reminds us of what matters in our life and in our faith. That's what we saw here in what Jesus was saying. It reminds us of what matters. You could almost say that praying religiously grows you spiritually. If you prayed weekly, maybe just monthly, I just, I never want to be the kind of person that tells you you should do this as much as, you know, whatever the amount is. Because it changes, it changes. But what if when you prayed, you prayed like this? What if when you prayed, you said, okay, I, 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 I'm going to pray for what I need. There's a big thing coming up, I want to pray about that. One of my friends is having a hard time. Somebody I know just passed away. I want to pray for that family. What if when you prayed, you said, I'm going to pray for what I need, but before I pray for what I need, let me remind myself of what matters in my life. Let me remind myself of what matters in my faith. See, what I love about this, what I love about practicing prayer is even if you're the kind of person that doesn't pray at all, you can start to practice. And even if you're the kind of person that prays every day, I want to challenge you. Do your prayers, are they just repeating the same thing over and over again? Or are you taking the time when you pray, if you pray every day, you pray multiple times a day, are you taking the time in your prayer not to just check off a box, but are you taking the time to pray like this? Where you're reminding yourself of who God is. Reminding yourself of who you are to God. Reminding yourself of the generosity that God has shown to you. And maybe, just maybe, we can be the kind of people that show that same generosity to others. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for myself. I love that prayer is such a practical thing that you and I can do today, today, if we want to grow our faith. If you know that there's something next for your faith and you don't know where to start, I'm letting you know that you can start today with prayer. I don't know how to pray, Dom. No problem. Just practice. Get it wrong. Just pray quietly. Write down your prayers. Get with somebody you trust. Ask them to pray so you can start to practice praying how they pray. Or repeat the Lord's Prayer. Again, I wasn't telling you not to repeat it. But what if, what if we took a little bit of what Jesus was trying to teach his disciples and say, okay, I, I can pray like that. It might be a 2,000-year-old prayer, but what if, what if the same God who was God then is the same God who is God now, and he hears us in the same way that he heard Jesus back then? What if? Would that change the way you approach your prayer? Would that change, change the way you approach God? If you could, close your eyes for a moment and bow your heads. I want to challenge you today, and then we're going to pray. I want to challenge you to start practicing prayer. I want you to practice prayer this week. Whether you pray all the time or you've never prayed at all. Whether you prayed 20 times last week or you prayed zero times last week. I want you to practice prayer. If you're willing to accept that challenge, then on the count of three, I want to see your hand in the air. 
Let's do it. One, two, three. Put your hand in the air if you're going to take that challenge. Love it. Okay, put your hands down. Let's pray. God, we are so grateful. We're so grateful that we have you. God, we thank you for what we're able to learn through the words of Jesus. That when we pray, you will hear us. That when we pray, it can grow our faith. That when we pray, it can change us from the inside out. God, I thank you for your unchanging love. And because of that love, we're able to approach you the same way that Jesus did. So God, make us bold today. Give us bravery today. Give us the courage that we need to practice prayer. To practice prayer in a way that will grow our faith. We love you, and we pray that in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows. Mm -hmm.